Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, the ages of all ages, The church has celebrated the Feast of the Ascension, 40 days after their Lord's resurrection. And uh, the Lord, in today's Gospel, preparing for the descent of the Holy Spirit. Could someone put the volume down a bit, please? And um, from the beginning of the passage, we see how the Lord says... We see how the Lord says... A very special word. He says at the beginning, Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. How does that make sense to us today? Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. We have the greatest giver that ever existed. He who is and who was and who is to come. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He says to us, until now you've asked nothing in my name. So this possibly means something that we need to consider. Either we're asking from things from God that are unworthy of God, or we are asking things of God that are, um, maybe we're not aware or appreciate what it is he wants to give us. I think until we understand what God wants to give us, will never understand how much He loves us. I don't know if this makes sense or not. Until we begin to understand what the Lord wants to give us, we'll never understand how much He loves us. We base God's love quite often on what He has given me. He gave me this, okay, that means He really loves me. I asked for this, He didn't give it me, so He doesn't love me. And our relationship with God fluctuates like this, just like a roller coaster, because we are constantly gauging the love of God according to our very limited human understanding. I'd like to go back to the gospel reading itself for us to look at it a little more carefully. Because the Lord made it very clear, but if we don't read it a couple of times, we might miss it. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. So we won't want anything anymore? No. You will ask me nothing because you will have had everything. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you. Anything, Lord? Yes, anything. But there seems to be something that is missing here from us. Like we said earlier, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. So we have asked for things maybe and we haven't received. Or we've asked for things outside of the name of Jesus. What does it mean in His name? I mean, even the church has taught us that when we say the Lord's Prayer, we say, In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom. Because the Lord says, ask anything in my name. But ask things that are, you know, go claim. This is what the, the point is. The point of today is go claim big things. Claim. Claim what the Lord wants to give you. Don't just go to the king of the universe and ask for something that is very simple that anyone can do, that maybe you can do, although we know that we can do nothing without Him. 
But the point, again, resonates in my mind, and I think in yours as well, that we have the creator of the universe, and we ask for things like this. He says, claim great things. You know, there was a group of Greek people who wanted to see Jesus. So they went to St. Philip and told him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. At that point, the Lord said, From now, the Son of Man is glorified. How is He glorified? He is glorified because now, as He raises Himself up on the cross for the salvation of the world, as He will rise from the dead on the third day, as He will ascend to heaven on the 40th day, as He will send us His Holy Spirit on the 50th day, this is the glory that He has created us for. This is what He wants to give you and give me. This is what He wants to give us. That's why He says, Until now you have asked nothing in my asking, you receive that your joy may be full. In other words, again, if we think about it, we could be asking for things. I might have been praying for something for years. Now, for example, remember what happened on the fifth Sunday of Lent? Remember the fifth Sunday of Lent? What gospel was that? Anybody remember? Such a long time ago, isn't it? Hmm? What was the gospel reading on the fifth Sunday of Lent? Anybody remember? Looks like Noah remembers. Noah? No. You're close. You're just a week off. Anybody else? Hmm? Anthony? You're close. You're a week before. You're a week after a week before. Raphael? You're, he said that too, but that's a week before. The fifth week. Maybe we should start Lent over again this week. So tomorrow we'll start Lent. No, I don't have the authority to do that. No. No Lent tomorrow. Anybody else? Xavier? Hey? Which one? Which one? Matt, Manu, could you whisper in his ear? Sure, anybody, anybody know in the crowd here? Born Blind was week six. Samuel? There we go. Thank you so much. The paralytic man, the paralyzed man. This man for 38 years, you remember his story, 38 years wishing that he can be somehow be put into this moving water to walk, to move. 38 years praying for something. He was miserable. What was he so happy about the day Jesus told him to rise up, take his bed and walk? He was happy that he was liberated from the misery. This is the joy that Lord wants us to be full with. We keep asking for things that are less than what he wants to give us. Start going claim, claim, go reach for the stars. Start saying, sir, we wish to see Jesus. Say, Holy Spirit, we wish to see Jesus. We wish to see him. We receive him weekly through the Eucharist. But are we receiving him in person? Or are we just receiving Eucharist in the sense of a tradition? A morsel of bread, a sip of wine, and we go back to our day, back to our seats, and the day goes on. He's saying, come and claim me. Come and taste me. So Solomon, for example, if you remember his story, King Solomon, everybody remember him? What did King Solomon do? When he became king, his father David dies, he reigns in his place. What does he ask for? Everybody remembers, right, what Solomon asked for? Wisdom. All of a sudden, we have a man who is king of a very strong kingdom, powerful kingdom. His dad left it to him in good condition, and he's, he's reigning over it. He has everything. 
He's got all the food, all the luxury, all the comforts, but he realized that he's talking to the king of the universe, the God of gods and the Lord of lords. He said, let me ask for something that makes sense. I have already the food and the drink and the house. I have that. So when he asked for wisdom, God gave it to him in full measure. He didn't just say, okay, here, here's a bit of wisdom today and a bit more tomorrow. He says, I will make you so wise, there will be no king after you wiser than you, nor has there anyone before you been as wise. So if we say that we believe in these words, let's ask according to these words. That's what my advice is today, my humble suggestion. That's what I'm going to work on for myself. Let's stand today for the rest of this liturgy and say, Lord, grant us things worthy of you. Let us claim, if you claim big things, you will get big things. They will come. And then, because as you begin to ask for things that are worthy of the greatest giver of all, you will start aligning your life, your behavior, your way towards those things. Because your heart is going to desire them more and more. You say, well, I'm asking, but I don't really want these things. Okay, fair enough. At least we're honest. But let's ask in faith in hope and in love of He who wants to give us these things. The Lord says in Luke 11, if you remember, there's a very, very special passage. He says, if you being evil, He says, we as evil being limited, know how to give good gifts to your children. Your son asks for an egg, you're not going to give him a scorpion. Asks for bread, you're not going to give him a stone. You know, the whole, and I'm trying to remember the words. But So if you know that to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. What does it mean to receive the Holy Spirit? Does it mean to walk around with tongues of fire above our heads? Oh look, this guy has the Holy Spirit. She has the Holy Spirit. They have the Holy Spirit. Is that what it is? No. It's not that at all. It's we begin to live at a different level. A different altitude. We're not living at the same altitude anymore. It's no longer about, uh, I hope I can get X, Y, or Z. A, B, or C. Material, material, material. It no it's no longer about the carnal or the temporal. It begins to be about what He wants to give us. What the Lord, He says, come receive what has been prepared for you from before, the foundation of the world. Let's say that together today. Let's say, Holy Spirit, grant us to see you. Grant us to see Jesus. I want to leave you, leave you with a little quote from St. Isaac the Syrian. He says, ask for precious things. Okay? Ask for precious things from the one who does not withhold. He doesn't withhold. So while people have asked for many things, they haven't received everything. I understand that, but we explained that already. We spoke of that. It's because, again, sometimes we're asking for things that are not befitting salvation. Let's not worry about the lesser. Let's start claiming the greater and the higher. Claim the Holy Spirit. Say, O heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who is present everywhere and fills all. You're the treasure of goodness and life giver. Graciously come and abide in me. Purify me of all iniquity. Save my soul. Just as did abide with the disciples, save and gave them peace. Come also now, abide with me and give me your peace. Save me and deliver my soul. Pray, ask, claim. He goes on to say, St. Isaac, Behold the angels and the archangels who are the king's chiefs. Look on you at the time of prayer to see what petition you will present to their Lord. The angels, the archangels, 
They're standing there witnessing, listening, watching. What are you asking? What are you going to ask for today? Just ask for great things. They're wondering, what are we going to ask for? They can't receive communion. You know that, right? The archangels, the angels, the cherubims, they don't receive communion in the sense we do. It's, you, you read what St. Peter said today in the deacon's reading, the Catholic epistle. Things which angels desire to what? To look into. Things which angels desire to look into. This is what is given to us. Things which angels desire to look into. So let's say, Lord, at the end of the gospel, what he said to us, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He has already overcome? Yes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has already overcome. Everything is prepared for you. Take it and receive it now. As soon as you say, Lord, grant me to unite with you now, you already have everything now. Heaven is not just then. Heaven is now. It's not something that we just look forward to, like we will say, we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. But it's something we live in now. We can choose it. Pray for it and claim it. Claim hard today and every day of your life. Say, Lord, give me your Holy Spirit. I promise you, if we begin to pray this way, we'll get to a point where we'll say what David says in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What am I going to want? What am I going to need when I have been given all things? Imagine a little child going to the king. Imagine an analogy of the king. King in his palace and all his pages and all the people sitting and standing at attention around him. When, when this king, when his child comes through the palace gates, does this child have to ask permission? Does this child, is this child told to wait? Does the king tell this child, no, 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 you can't. The child walks all the way in, sits on the king's lap, while all these other pages and royal guard are just watching, watching standing at attention. This is you. This is your inheritance. Until we believe this, we won't understand how greatly we are loved by this great giver. So let's pray and say, Lord, grant me to claim your Holy Spirit. Let me walk according to your walk, according to your Holy Spirit. Please, when you receive communion today, ask this in faith. And say, Lord, thank you for giving me all of you. Everything. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.